Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the July 8th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to go, go over a ridiculous 11 game. Friday slate, Orlando wrapping up, Vegas kicking off, they got the Thomas and Mack Center, they got Cox Pavilion going, a lot, a lot of basketball, a couple of scratches that we'll talk about, Kangs, uh, one guy got hurt, not major, he was walking around after, talk about that, and we'll talk about the studs, there were a lot, and then some disappointing games, and we'll talk about why. Little fantasy spin, all that good stuff. Um, usually we go chronological uh, on the recaps, but not today. We are starting off with Chris Dunn. Just ha- it has to be done. Um, I've watched a lot of summer league games, uh, and I don't think I've ever seen one more impressive than what Chris Dunn did. He he finished with twenty seven, ten of eighteen shooting. He did have seven fouls, but that's fine. Who cares? You get ten of them. Uh, two assists, five boards, three steals. He had a block. Uh, he had a, a beautiful step back three. I mean, he was just carving up guys. They couldn't. They couldn't keep it in front of him. Jamal Murray was trying to keep it in front of him. Couldn't do it. Uh, he was. It was just. It was too good. He got to the rim seven times. Five of seven from the at the rim. I mean, I don't see. I mean, he's going to get tougher competition. Yes, but. I mean, he wasn't even getting contested. He was blown by guys. You probably have seen Jakar Sampson get put on skates and tumble down. If not, check out my Twitter feed. Uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, just uh, type in my Twitter handle, Mike S. Gallagher, Dunn and Sampson, and it'll pop up for you. It's ridiculous uh, how his handles, man. His first step, that 6'9 wingspan was a terror on defense for the Nuggets. Guys really had trouble getting past him, and yeah, I mean, there was no time when when he wanted to go to the rim, he he got right there, he got right where he wanted, and there were a couple times where he just bulldogged guys, man, and uh, another great encouraging thing was he start started at shooting guard next to Tyus Jones, so that's something to watch. Coach Tom Thibodeau was talking about playing him next to Ricky Rubio, and uh, Rubio on the block a little bit now. I mean, done three-year experience out of Providence. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's he was arguably him and Simmons were like one A, one B, most NBA ready players, and all that stuff. But man, I don't know. I, I was kind of like late round pick for fantasy. I'm, I don't know. He's moving up for sure. If he keeps doing this, uh, we'll probably have to put him in the top 100 uh, for for guys, which is very rare for us. Uh, unless you're Carl Anthony Towns or somebody like that, uh, it usually takes quite some time to get cooking. Kristaps Porzingis, uh, another guy who impressed at summer league and kind of blew up uh, big time with the uh, the shooting and the blocks and all that. But it's rare. Last year again too is is there's, I don't think there's any way the rookies hit what last year's rookies made. It was just a crazy crazy year. So move on from Dunn. Nobody else really noteworthy. On the Wolves, Tyus Jones was all right. Uh, He had a double-double, 12 points, 10 boards, 4 assists, 
two turnovers, so I like the the two to one turnover ratio. Terrible in summer league last year, but again, usually you see the sophomore players kind of turn the corner a little bit. Uh, still nowhere near minutes, uh, especially if Dunn is gonna who's gonna leapfrog him like almost certainly here. Um, Adrian Payne played okay, but yeah, I think we've seen the book on him. So their opponents, the Nuggets. Lot to watch here. Uh, I'll start with Gary Harris. This dude has no business being in the summer league. He was probably a top five or six player last year at Vegas. He had one of the most efficient games. I think he had like 34 points or something in a game. Ridiculously good. Best one of the best defenders. He's just showing off, man. All these fancy dribbling and all this, all this stuff. He's he's good. Uh, so we're not really going to see much out of him as far as proving stuff. But so far so good. 22 points, eight of 16 shooting. Two threes, two steals, solid man. Uh, he's going to be really good. They're going to shut him down, I think. Uh, I think one of the more interesting stories in Vegas is going to be Jamal Murray. And Coach Mike Malone had said that he's looking to play Murray on the ball. That's big. Uh, they still have Jameer Nelson. So if he if Murray could get in there and wiggle his way into being a number two guard or a number three guard or you know, some garbage time guard stuff. That's big, because like I said, Gary Harris, who also started at small forward, by the way, which is kind of interesting. It's summer league, so we can't get too into that. Although he did play some small forward last year when they went with, um, when they had DJ Augustine and all those guys. So it's something to watch. And then Harris, after the game, said that uh, he wasn't playing with a chip on his shoulder because, again, they drafted two shooting guards in the first round. With Murray and then Malik Beasley, who didn't play, yeah, uh, still has kind of a weak leg, but he said he has a bigger chip on his shoulder from his rookie year. <laughs> so kind of kind of a down rookie year, and then really really blew up last year. I thought uh, it was more of a reality side fantasy. We saw him come on a little bit too. Uh, had a good little, you know, top 65, 70 run for a little bit there. Uh, he had a, a couple really really good two week stretches. But anyways, uh, we know the deal on Harris. Uh, I think he's a solid late mid pick. Again, Murray, terrible first half. Wasn't involved, really. Just pretty much was kind of watching. I think he wasn't a used to being playing with other really good players. Uh, some guys kind of get starstruck, if you will, uh, on Vegas playing next to the high-caliber talent. Obviously, at Kentucky, you think he would have been a little bit more ready, but he wasn't. But second half, they got him involved. 14 points, pretty good. Six rebounds. Only one turnover. That was big. Thought his ball handling was okay. And, yeah, they're going to play him at the point a little bit. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, as someone, I love his upside. You know, the shooters, man, uh, that's, that's very in vogue now. And he was one of the best shooters in the draft. So we'll see. I think he'll have a couple big games to sway us a little bit. Moody looked pretty good. 23 points, 8 boards, 6 assists. Very aggressive on offense. Had a couple bad shots, but it's summer league. So a lot of guys kind of play the hero ball uh, to a bigger degree. Uh, we saw Juan Hernan Gomez get out there, or Juancho Hernan Gomez. 13-7, uh, pretty solid. Uh, like what I saw out of him. Got to the line 10 times, that's nice. Uh, and pretty agile down there. Uh, he could be kind of a 3-4. Uh, again, good stuff from him. Uh, poor Jakar Sampson <laughs> only played 9 minutes uh, due to hurt pride. And then Jimmy Ferdet also. Uh, wasn't passing, but then he got it going. He had six assists. Not bad. Again, this is Jimmer time, so we can't really get too into that. 
All right, so that was the most important game. We can talk about the rest of these games, put a bow on the Orlando series. Not much going on from the early game. I don't even think there's anything to talk about. I mean, all the good guys really didn't play in this game. Yeah, so let's just skip it with uh, Dallas and the Hornets. Uh, same thing goes for the Thunder and the, the Heat game. Cameron Payne was really the only guy who is noteworthy and played. 15, 4 assists, 6 rebounds, a steal. He had a pretty nice uh, summer league, and I'd say he's definitely on the radar as a late-round pick, especially with the Westbrook trade rumors kind of swirling like crazy. Um, I mean, the Westbrook stuff that's leaking right now from how KD, you know, he didn't he didn't go out there to visit KD, and that was a big turnoff for KD in this process. I mean, that's, that's not a thing you want to hear. And I could see teams kind of ponying up. But nobody else really worth uh, discussion on this one. Again, the Heat benched everyone. So uh, that even includes Briante Weber, who played well. I think Briante Weber uh, is going to be in the rotation. We know Josh Richardson. I thought Josh Richardson played pretty well in Orlando. And Justice wins a huge, huge volume. But efficiency is not there. So I hate that. I hate guys who can't put the ball in the basket efficiently in summer league. You should be able to do that. And I always talk about CJ McCollum. First year, all volume, no efficiency. Second year, much down in volume, very up on efficiency, and that set up his breakout the next year. So uh, I love seeing that kind of stuff. Moving along here, um, the championship game. How about Orlando White, baby, coming through? Uh, Justin Dedman had a fadeaway three-pointer with about three seconds left to win the game, uh, hard battling, hard battling guy, man. He had sixteen and nine. Thought he played well. Uh, he'll get a camp invite, I think. Uh, Onuaku looks like a beast down there. He had another double double, fourteen and twelve. Again, these guys are. This is pretty much the the JV team. I mean, these guys really don't have anyone on their roster uh, that's NBA ready. Uh, the Pistons do. They have Stanley Johnson. Like what I saw to him. Very much like like what I said with Chris Dunn, same thing with Stanley. When he wanted to get to the basket, he did. And he got 21 points on Friday, looking good. Three-pointers were there, three of those. Passing the ball a little bit. He even cut a jump ball at the start overtime. I thought that was funny. Only one turnover. He's had steals the whole time. So uh, I'm looking to see him make a charge. I mean, Marcus Morris, I wouldn't say his minutes are totally safe. He played a ton of minutes last year, and we saw him kind of deteriorate after a pretty strong start, so we'll see. Uh, I think that they want to get Stanley in there. I mean, you draft a guy as a freshman, you pretty much expect him to be a slow starter. Stan Van Gundy usually doesn't let the rookies run free, but Stanley's got a lot of talent. Looks like he put on some muscle. Uh, looking good. Henry Ellenson, solid too, 22 points. Uh, I think that the John Lewer edition hurts him, and then Boban. Uh, so that takes away minutes from the five, I'd say, from him. But like I've been, I said this in the, the first pod, he's big, man, and he's pretty quick. So uh, nice skill set. Kind of slipped in the draft. I saw a lot of people had him as a, a 10-11. He slipped to, what, 19. So uh, keep an eye on him, I guess. But we're, we're talking super deep or in Dynasty. Moving on, two more games in Orlando. Well, you will hit quickly. Pretty much no one noteworthy played in this game except for Steven Zimmerman. Like what I saw out of him this week. Uh, pretty solid, quick feet, 
I think he can play some four. Uh, he did play a little bit of four in this one. So I mean, with the thun- with the the Thunder trading away Ibaka, and with Bismack Biombo there, I mean, you're going to be in a tough spot for minutes. They're going to say we're going to see Aaron Gordon play mostly three, some backup four. So again, Zimmerman looked good, but I mean, minutes are not going to be very friendly for him. Georgia Yang looked pretty good again for the Pacers. Six points, four rebounds, three assists. Kind of slowed down. Had that huge 17-12 game to open Summer League. And he's been all right, but I won't say he's been bad. I think he's a potentially one of maybe three or four second rounders who have a decent chance for minutes. We'll talk about some other ones too. But keep an eye on him. Uh, great percentages. Does a little bit of everything. You love to see that in fantasy. Uh, Rakeem Christmas played all right, but again, uh, they have Miles Turner who will play pretty much straight five. I'll actually, they're going to play him at the four too, next to Al Jefferson. Uh, Turner didn't play in summer league, doesn't need to. And yeah, we could move on from that one. Uh, last game in Orlando, we saw Bryce Johnson got a little bit hurt on an awkward fall, had a terrible game, one of thirteen, very consistent. His body language was better. That was a concern for Doc Rivers, who called him, told him to, you know, if you're playing bad, don't show it. Uh, and that's why they benched him in the first game. Uh, Brandon Dawson, a uh, summer league darling last year, kind of co- came around late. Nice 18-pointer from him. I think he and Johnson are battling it out for possibly the last rotation spot. But then again, Marie Spates coming into town. Uh, on a minimum deal is going to hurt them there. Clippers didn't look good at all in summer. They, they lost every game. Uh, most of them weren't close. Uh, they gave up 106 points to the Knicks today, and then obviously the Knicks don't have any draft picks. Uh, they have Trevor Booker's brother, Devin Booker, not to be confused with the Suns guy. Um, he looked all right. And J.P. Tokato actually made shots, including a three. But, yeah, he's uh, he's not making a roster. All right, so Vegas. Uh, Thon Maker debut, baby, and he may be 30, 25, 19, whoever, however old he is. Uh, he showed up, man. Uh, really ugly start. Missed a, a big-time brick to start his career, but finished with 15, 13, four fouls. Pretty good for a guy his size. One steal, two blocks, 0 for 4 from 3. Uh, pretty solid post-up. Again, Summer League post-up. You should be pretty good. So uh, I'm not buying him as a post-up player. But I liked him facing up a lot. And I think his skills are going to be there. Definitely someone to, to keep an eye on in this, um, throughout this event. Um, I mean, guy who's supposed to be super-duper raw to improve. I mean, as the game went on, he really showed some improvement. So uh, a guy who could get on the radar. I mean, we'll see what happens with Greg Monroe. Jason Kidd was talking about playing Jabari Parker more off the ball and focusing on the three-pointer. So they're trying to open up those four minutes for Don Maker by four, I mean, power forward. So, yeah, uh, big big winner for him, I'd say. Another guy I really like, and I liked him coming in. We pimped him on a previous podcast. That's Malcolm Brogdon. He handled the ball a lot, brought the ball up a ton, uh, didn't shoot the ball great for 11 Nine points, 11 rebounds, three assists. He would have had, I want to say, seven or eight if his boys made open shots. Uh, he was spreading the ball really well. Great understanding of the game. Has a, a master's degree, five-year senior out of Virginia. His dad's like a – his dad and his mom are both like super geniuses and stuff. Pretty cool. Uh, so definitely someone to watch. And, again, NBA-ready ACC Player of the Year. Uh, I expect him to tear it up in Vegas, man. Uh, 
That's that nice little combo. He came up as a two, but he's playing more one. And he again, a lot of one today. Nobody else really worth discussing. I thought Pettaway looked all right. Well, we'll see how he does next time out. Cavs, uh, K. Felder is ridiculously fast. Finished with 14, five assists, three boards, three steals. Uh, had a really nice high off the glass. I mean, he's just going to be the smallest player uh, in Summer League, I think. But he was the smallest player drafted. And LeBron likes him. LeBron wanted him drafted. And uh, so far, so good. Jordan McCray with his 17 free throw attempts made 16 for most of his 23 points. Uh, again, he should tear it up. I mean, we saw, he saw, we saw him drop 61 points in the D-League game. So uh, him against inferior competition should not be a problem. He should be 20-point-per-game scorer down there. In Vegas, moving along here to... Uh, probably the not uh, the most boring game, I guess. Um, the D League Select team, I mean, no one really of interest there. Uh, the guy of interest for the Grizzlies, I'd say, was Wade Baldwin the fourth. He's got he's athletic man, and he really got out in the open floor. Um, like we like we said in the last pod with Ed, uh, kind of a Russell Westbrook clone, poor man's kind of thing. You know, subpar jump shooter. Bull in the China shop style, uh, going to be good with steals, going to get a lot of transition buckets, all that good stuff. But uh, he's look, looking good for minutes, so keep an eye on him. That's pretty much it for relevant players there. Uh, interesting game with Atlanta and the Rockets. Uh, Got to talk about my boy Eddie Tavares. The guy is still ridiculously long. Didn't really do too much uh, as far as impressive stuff goes with the stat line, seven points. Uh, only one block, only one block. What are you doing, Eddie? <laughs> and uh, eight rebounds there in 23 minutes. So that'll work. And my phone going off here. Uh, Mark Spears reporting that Emmanuel Moutier is probably done in summer league because he's going to be playing with Team USA Select team. So not injury based. Again, he's he looked fine. I looked to see him out there again, but so far so good. Uh, we're not going to learn too much out of him against the, the lower competition. So. Uh, that'll be more Jamal Murray, baby. So I, I like that news. Um, and hopefully, I mean, take take Gary Harris out of there and just let Jamal Murray do his thing, man. That, that's what I'm saying, as much as I love my boy Harris. So back on track. Uh, I thought Lamar Patterson looked all right. Nothing, I mean, he he was on my, my watch list for a brief while during the season. Um, it looked like he was going to make a surge. He had a couple. He closed a couple games. Uh, for for the Hawks, uh, close games too, and kind of just faded away a little bit there. Thought DeAndre Bembry had a good debut, finished with 14 points, one and two from three. A guy who didn't really shoot the ball much at St. Joe's, so good from him. Tareen Prince did not play. That Jeff Teague deal is not official yet, so that should be clear. They're off on Saturday, so he should be good for Sunday. I mean, something unless something's up. Uh, if he's not playing Sunday, then then we could start scratching our heads. Um, yeah, really nobody else worth discussing here. Uh, Bryce Cotton, another small guy, looked pretty good with 14 points from him. Rockets, Sam Decker looked good. Uh, hurt his leg late, but he's fine. Finished with 18 on 6-9 shooting. Uh, very aggressive, kind of a slasher style, like what I saw from him. Didn't see him much last season. Only played 6 minutes because of a bad back, but he's been healthy for a couple months, and it showed. So expect him to have a pretty strong summer league as a guy who's going to make a case for minutes, and they had him listed as the starting center on this one, which isn't right, um, but uh, it made me laugh. 
they had Montrez Harrell in there, um, who did not look good. Sixteen, um, sorry, six points, five boards, and six fouls, one turnover, twenty-four minutes, two of seven shooting. Oh, of three, oh of three from three. <laughs> so that was kind of. A, I was like, all right, you're a three-point shooter now. All right, nobody else really tickled my fancy here. Uh, I know a lot of people like Gary Payton the second. Uh, not very good. Three points from him, only twenty in twenty-three minutes. KJ McDaniel's three of fourteen. Um, KJ is my homie for the blocks and and all that stuff. But yeah, he he's still got to work on his offense a little bit. Eight of eight from the line. Uh, that was good. He's he loves to get. He's going to go to the line a lot in summer league. Um, but the way that the Rockets kind of run their offense. So we talked about the Wolves. Let's talk some Kangs. A uh, couple injuries. Uh, Isaiah Cousins has a, a quad strain, and then Georgius Papagianis is getting an MRI on Saturday to check on a knee strain and, or a knee sprain. So we'll see what's up with that. Hopefully he's all good. It's just stiffness. Uh, he should be okay. He was on the, on the bench. And again, hopefully he's okay for, for the next one. Kings were terrible. They shot 28%, only scored 47 points. Yes, Vegas, you only play 40 minutes, but come on, dude, 47. Uh, Cauley Sun looked terrible, um, forcing a lot of stuff, just not comfortable. This was, this was a story last year in Vegas. Couldn't create his own shot unless he's going in transition. So didn't like what I saw there. Uh, Scal LeBissier, no bueno. I mean, we'll just throw this one out and talk about it next time. Raptors, Pascal, the triangle, Saikam, hurt his knee, knee sprain, did not return, but he looked good, and speaking of a guy doing work in transition, this guy, I didn't know he was that athletic, I saw his numbers in college, and I kind of thought he'd be a slower, you know, not that, not that athletic, and man, he can run the floor, so uh, hopefully his knee sprain's minor, he was walking around after the game, didn't look concerned whatsoever, so we should be all good there. Bruno Caboclo, 4-12, from deep there. So keep an eye on Bruno. He's, I think he's still two years away from being two years away. So that's not good. Uh, Jakob Pertl looks terrific. Uh, another guy, great rim protector, six points, nine rebounds, three or three from the field. Good stuff from him, three blocks. Uh, very good rim protection from the Raptors here, uh, obviously with, the, with that shooting line. Uh, they had a, they had to bring some defense. Norman Powell, kind of so so, thirteen points, four of eleven, uh, as advertised. You know, got a full season in the NBA, got some starts. Uh, so just keep obviously, we'll see what happens with Demari Carroll. Um, it'll be tough to kind of get Powell going if Carroll is is one hundred percent healthy uh, with DeRozan back and all that. Dolan Wright didn't look that great. Uh, thir- uh, only four points, one of five shooting. Did have six assists, no turnovers. So good in that regard, 18 minutes. Expect him to be more of a scorer. Plenty of experience at Utah. Um, didn't get much NBA experience, though. Did some D-League, all that. So, uh, again, he'll be better. Let's get to the last game of the night. Another great one. And some a lot of fantasy appeal here for a few guys on the Lakers. D'Angelo Russell looked a lot better, more comfortable, did a lot of back-to-the-basket kind of stuff, kind of showed off that, got some easy transition buckets, had some real nice assists, only had, uh, he had 11 rebounds, I mean, 7 of 12, good efficiency, 5 of 5 from the line, but the five turnovers were a little troublesome, that's okay, I mean, you're okay with turnovers early in summer league, getting used to your teammates and all that stuff, so he gets a pass there, but great start, 
uh, a guy who wasn't impressive last year in summer league. Took him a long time to get going. So um, it looks like he is playing with more confidence, and that's big for a guy like him. Ivanka Zubac may have stole the show, man. Um, get to Brendan Ingram in a second. But Zubac, man, great stuff. Three blocks, most of them of the emphatic variety. Uh, only three fouls in 28 minutes, one steal, one turnover, three or four from the field, five or five from the line. This guy's got pretty good skills, good passer, big, big body down there. Why did, why did they sign Mozgov? Uh, I'm watching him, man. Got a contract. Looks like he's going to be on the roster. Kind of a first-round talent. Saw a lot of mocks, had him in the teens. Slipped all the way to the second round. This guy may make some noise, like him, Brogdon. Couple second rounders, man. Could see that makes him make an impact. He's up there, and again, the ceiling's nice, and he's he's big down there. Uh, very tough to move on the low block for these summer league guys, uh, even though the Pelicans have some decent sized bigs on their roster. So yeah, uh, definitely made a hello. Watch me the rest of this summer league event. Brandon Ingram loved what I saw to him. A lot of face ups, uh, a lot of great great moves. Had a really nice spin move. Had a great hesitation move. On the wing, had two blocks. Uh, just terrific, terrific start out of him. Uh, a guy who we knew this was coming, and I still think he's going to have a tough time getting hot early. Very undersized as far as weight goes. His wingspan's crazy, but it looks like he can play some three, and that's going to be big. Uh, it seems like Randall will play some four, but yeah, if he if he can carve out a skill set as a solid three. And I think that's the plan. I mean, they played him pretty much straight three with Larry Nance, who looked pretty good too, by the way, a couple blocks from him. But yeah, uh, encouraging game from him. Obviously, Luol Dang being in the mix hurts his immediate fantasy appeal. But someone who's a stash guy, I mean, good good shooter, kind of subpar foul shooter, but the blocks you love to see there. I think we can move on to the Pelicans to probably the letdown of the day. That is Buddy Heald, 5 of 20 from the field, uh, 13 points, 4 turnovers too, uh, 2 of 2 from the line. So you're talking about a guy who ended 25 possessions and comes away with 13 points and 2 assists. That's not good. Um, so uh, he struggled. Uh, he really couldn't get free. He It seems like he can kind of wiggle his way to get a look somehow in college just didn't happen tonight. We'll see if he adapts or whatever it is, but a guy who was one of the most NBA-ready players four years, one of the best players in college last year, uh, should be good. Uh, Check Diallo had another pretty good game. Uh, barely played at Kansas, only eight minutes a game, but 11-7 and seven from him and three blocks. Uh, a lot of late stats, though, so it's a little bit misleading. So that will do it. A longer pod than I thought, but that's what happens with 11 games. We may or may not do a pod tomorrow. A lot of games going on all in Vegas. They're all on TV, all on ESPN2 and NBA TV. I'm stoked, man. I love Summer League. I'm not there this year, uh, but uh, I'm definitely enjoying this. Uh, Let's see who's playing tomorrow. We should see plenty of Jamal Murray. Uh, The highlight game of the day has to be one versus two. Uh, ben Simmons versus Ingram. That'll be awesome. They, they probably won't match up against these, each other too much, but that should be a great one. Um, hopefully Jalen Brown's knees feeling better. Uh, definitely want to see uh, what the Bulls do uh, with with their dudes. Denzel Valentin should be pretty good. Uh, the Nets have some players. We should see a lot of, out of Isaiah Whitehead. The Suns have probably one of the best summer league teams. 
They got Devin Booker, Tyler Ulis, Dragon Bender, Marquise Chris. A lot of names to watch in that one. Blazers, not so much. But a lot of stuff to watch for, uh, from guys we haven't seen yet. Dubs are in action against one of the best teams, uh, San Antonio. They always have good players. Love me some Jonathan Simmons, but the Dubs are, are going to need some help. Uh -huh. A lot of hurt guys. Their first-round pick, Damian Jones, is hurt. They're not going to have Kevon Looney. So it should be a, an adventure there. I don't expect them to have a uh, quite like a, Dev, a Kevin Durant kind of an impact. So we're out of here on that. As always, uh, I don't know what the schedule is going to be like for Summer League Talk, but we're going to have a lot of pods talking about really everything. If you have any questions about guys that, are, that you like or guys that you think I like too much or not enough or whatever... Uh, my inbox is always open. It does get blown up sometimes with uh, my vines. A lot of people quote tweet me all the time and it like messes up my mentions. Anyways, <laughs> so we'll get out of here on that. Uh, again, I'm Mike S. Gallagher, and enjoy the games on Saturday. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.